welcome to another edition of Henry and a J. We are here to talk local marketing and advertising for small business owners such as yourselves, people that really run and, and are the backbone of our country. Um, Jay, good to see you again. Henry, good to see you, man. And uh, welcome to all of our lovely guests tuning in. Uh, Henry said it pretty well. We are talking for business owners from small business people. So throwing out the jargon and making, you know, actionable insights that are easy to understand, easy to, you know, so I hope you have fun learning on this journey with us um, in terms of easy steps we can communicate to do better online, right? It's a complicated world out there today, Henry, in terms of the small business going online. They're constantly being badgered with emails and solicitation and it's, it's endless, right? Buy, buy this product, mm-hmm, buy this mm-hmm. service. And no. there's so much content out there. No, no, absolutely. No, it's, it's insane. The amount of uh, spam that consumers are forced to deal with and in the same vein, business owners are spammed constantly by, by marketing companies that promise the world and deliver nothing deliver absolutely or, nothing <laughs> or less than nothing at times as we as we've experienced and it's sad and yeah. yeah it's it's sad to see uh small business owners getting taken advantage of so uh whatever we can do to educate and help out that's what we're here to do um and yeah we're going to primarily talk about google but we'll also talk about other platforms that are out there but everything in in the uh, online space because that's really where we shine right i'm a product manager here at omg national um my focus is the organic side uh my colleague jay here i'll let him give his uh credentials i'm also a product manager at omg national but my focus is more on the paid advertising side so henry why don't we break down what organic means right to our viewers Sure, sure. Organic, right? It sounds like something that you find in the uh, in the uh, in the supermarket, Whole right? So it, it, make sure you you get you purchase organic, right? You only yeah. shop organic, but in in marketing and in, in digital speak, organic is uh, anything that is not paid for, you know, specifically to Google to Facebook. It's it's work that's done. Um, marketing work that's done consistently over time that you know business owners can do themselves but usually hire marketing companies such as omg national omg tow marketing to do it for them um it really it's encompasses a lot right because search engines like google like bing uh even yahoo back in the day they they created uh an algorithm that helps that really is focused on the searcher right that end user that is just typing in i need a, a plumber near me right so back in the day in the first uh, iterations of google search when google first started it was very easy to game the system and google had to improve on their algorithms they had to make it so that you actually worked and and gave them the best practices that they asked for. So the organic work that we provide that that our clients, you know, get helps them to organically to to organic is the is the word, right? To right. almost for free climb the Google 
ladder, right? On the on the website end and then also on the Google Map end. So those are like the the differences between uh organic and then you know paid ads is what you what you focus on. So I'll let you explain. Yeah. So for those of you at home, I, th I think Henry said it really well. Organic is essentially you taking advantage of free platforms out there. How you can think about it as a small business owner, whether you're a plumber, you know, an appliance repair specialist, a tower, is that organic is something that typically does not require a budget for ad spend. You're not paying on a per click basis. You're not paying on a per call basis, but you're doing a set of actions to kind of make the most um, get the most traction out of whatever it is you're doing. On Google business profiles, for example, that means making more posts, putting out more fresh content. As Henry said, it's really about the customer journey and the user experience. And what that really means is if someone is looking for my business on Google, right? How can I appeal and make myself relevant to that user? And we'll get into loads of answers to help satisfy that question, right? But um, paid advertising on the other, other side of that coin, paid advertising is really, okay, let's do this quickly. I need quick lead acquisition, right? I need people calling me this month. I've got trucks that need to be deployed right now and I need people. So it's putting a budget behind that. And now traditionally the vehicle for paid advertising for the last 20 years, right? Has been Google ads and Google ads has a, uh, a complicated relationship with small business owners, right? Because it's, it's a dangerous place. Like if you don't know what you're doing in Google ads, you go in there, you create a campaign, you set the parameters wrong, you can spend a lot of money very quickly and very poorly. So 20 year old platform, guys, that's how old Google ads is, roughly speaking. And so the premise of it is simple. You pay per clicks. So whenever someone clicks an ad of yours, you pay on that per click basis. Now, going back to our analogy, right, or our metaphor, whatever the, the wording is here, Organic is you doing something for free. So it's you growing your own food. Think of it like that. If your marketing results um, can, can be related to food, right? In organic, you're planting your own seeds. You're creating that traffic organically. Whereas on paid advertising, this is me going to the drive-through is how I like to explain it to my clients and paying for a meal every single time I need to eat. That's paid advertising. So paid advertising, organic, it, depending on the needs of the business, the immediate needs right now, they each have a role to play potentially. But, and as we're going to get into, there's a logical way to do this, right? Which I feel, Henry, like our industry has done a horrible job at, at making this journey, this this kind of roadmap of like, I'm new to business, to digital marketing. I'm a small business. Like, where does it make sense for me to start, right? And I feel like when explaining like organic versus paid advertising, these two major facets, we can also explain like what that journey ideally looks like because they're getting tons of conflicting information. They're being told you need to do Google ads. You need to get a website. You need to get this. You need to get that. And I feel like for most businesses, whether you're a plumber, whether you're a tower, there's a very logical progression in terms of where to start if spend is limited. If you've only got a small budget to work with, as most small businesses do, how do you use that spend most precisely? What's the logical order? And I think we've got a pretty good answer to that question and why. And maybe that can help start that conversation off. No, absolutely. And that's a great uh, lead in. You know, So for any marketing or advertising that you're doing online, you're going to need a website. So that is the the foundation of your online um, reputation and visibility, right? So you have to think about your website as like an online storefront. Google will always use the website as the main source of the truth for your business. 
And even as you well know, on Google Ads side, the the ad ranking is also based on the website quality. So uh, the website is is absolutely important with OMG National. We actually include a free one-page website with our Google Business Pro or Local Marketing Essentials products and also our Google Call Advisor product because of how important that website is to the overall local foundation. So uh, understanding you know, that the website is the first step I think is the primary importance of, of any local or small business. I, I totally agree with you. It's just interesting because in, in my mind that that answer always has two parts, right? It's the website and the GBP is how I think of it. Those two together. I don't really think of one before the other. So if you were forced to pick between, hey, do I start with just a decent website first or do I start with just a Google business profile first or do I start with both first? Yeah, I wouldn't wait. I wouldn't wait for the website to be created. Um, Google Business Profile gives you the opportunity to create a free website within there. That's not the best website to keep at the, on your platform, though, because it is very templated. You can't add Google Analytics, no tracking available. But to start with, it is it. That's what it's meant for. You know, for businesses that are starting up that have nothing available. While we or your, your any marketing company creates a website even a user can create a website you can get your domain on godaddy and use a godaddy website builder to create one wix but while that is under construction having the gbp created getting that verified that is of absolute primary importance for sure but i i would start with the actual creating getting that uh, you know, on the hands of a web developer to start building a website. And then on the other side, creating the GBP and the other listings that are, you know, free and available to users. I think it's a, it's a good, you know, place to start. No, I'm with you. The reason I tried to kind of like walk you in there is because I wanted you to, I wanted to see if you'd confirm one thing, right? Like all the time we deal with clients who maybe weren't given the best of expectations by previous partners they've worked with and clients come to us and or you know potential clients come to us and say hey I want to run Google Ads I want to run Google Ads and it's like you go through the checklist and you're like okay is there a solid Google business profile that's you know having best practices done to it is there a solid website that's you know mobile friendly SSL secure SEO friendly and it's like if these are no, if these answers are no, why are we going right to paid lead acquisition? So I think there's some strategy level setting we got to do here. So what Henry just said is profound. And that's a, a, a big insight for all you folks watching and listening is that paid advertising is typically, broadly speaking, not a first step you want to take. And the reason for that is because paid advertising is is a trade-off, right? You're trading your money for lead, lead generation and customer acquisition if it's being done right right now. But what you're missing, what you're losing if you're only doing paid advertising is you're losing that organic foundation. We're talking organic, whole food. You're missing the very base of the pyramid, right? Which I think is the most critical aspect, I'd argue, because paid advertising can go up or down. Someone can come in in your market on Google ads and take up all the impression share, basically can take soak up all the eyes on their ad, and then you're left without any traffic. However, if you have your organic stable and foundational being worked on appropriately in accordance with best practices, you're safe, you're covered against risk. So I, I think the takeaway in my mind, how I like to think about it is that organics 
good organics, the good building blocks that Henry is talking about really helps us hedge against risk, right? And it looks after the long term for us. And it looks after, you know, a, a cost effective way of getting found online. So the biggest thing when I was getting started in my career, the, the, the biggest, I guess, surprise factor that hit me was how badly people underview or, or undervalue the, the power of organics, right? Because I get people, you know, hey, run Google ads for me, run local services ads for me, which we'll talk about what all of those are. But it's like, hey, why why aren't we doing the Google business profile, right? You you want to jump right to the uh right to the race without learning how to, you know, how to walk, how to crawl, how to how to get our our foundations down. So that's definitely the, the thing that was most surprising for me, just as kind of like a side note, is how effective Google business profile and organic platform can be if managed effectively. So Henry, why don't we talk a little bit about the layers of kind of, we're talking about Google, right? And we're saying this is the place you want to be. Before we even talk about the layers, maybe it makes sense to talk about why we want to be here. There are some statistics that come to mind, certainly some that I have to share, but I want to get your take on it first. Then I'll give you mine for why everybody should be on Google, no matter what, period. Absolutely. That's my hot take for the day. <laughs> yeah, no, if you're not on Google, you're missing out on 98% of consumers that use the internet to find information about a local business. This is 2022 numbers. So those are 98% of people that start on Google, their internet explorer, explorer experience, right? Not internet explorer is not a thing anymore. Edge it's called, but forget about that. That's we're talking Google here. Uh, so imagine that if you're missing out on almost 100% of you know people on the internet, you're missing out on money. You're missing out on everything that you're you know working for. You're working towards, um, and 76% of those people are also checking and browsing online reviews, right? So that's something that that businesses need to also take into consideration reviews on google business profile reviews on their local service profiles local service ads uh reviews on yelp and on facebook are also considered because google indexes all of these platforms so there are definitely layers and layers to the organic side um but I, I'd, I'd like to go back to what you were talking about um with ads that the contrast between ads and organics um i do think i do think that for, for depending on the situation right if we're talking about a client that has low budget starting out with nothing the organic buildup is the way but there might be situations where that same client really only wants calls or or leads right lead generation and and maybe local service ads is the way to go if they're very you know responsive if they're or or even google ads you know it depends on on the goal but that is something that we'll definitely get into there in the future and i'll let you ex expand on on all of those takes but you know i definitely wanted to make that point because i as as much as i love organic I, I I love ads as well, and and you know the ideal situation would be on to be everywhere, right? Because everything builds on top of each other, right? You the website builds on top of the of the Google business profile, which is in the map section. That builds on top of the uh, the, uh, the search ads, and then the local service ads, right? right. So 
Exactly. So what Henry's saying to those of you listening in, it's it's profound. He's saying that when you run a search on Google, let's say plumber near me, you're actually seeing many different layers of ads, right? Those of you who are more familiar with, with marketing and digital will, will already know what they are in your head, right? There's no point in getting into them too deeply right now, but you're going to see a maps layer. You're going to see a paid ads layer typically. And you may also see a local services ads layer, which are these ads with a badge at the very top. So what Henry's saying is, hey, man, and look, nine out of 10 people are on Google, give or take, depending on what statistics you're using, right? So if nine out of 10 sets of eyeballs are there, we want your business to be there. Not only do we want to be on Google, we want to be on as many layers of Google as possible. That is something that's tough to um, to challenge when you're dealing with a small business owner that's you know coming to you for advice and help. And they in their mind think, oh, my buddy's doing Google ads. I got to do Google ads too. He's getting tons of customers. And it's like, Hey, your buddy may not have told you that he was already doing Google business profile and he was doing it consistently for two years. Your buddy also already has an SEO friendly website that's that's been kicking butt and your buddy is also doing all of these things and maybe ads was the last step. So it's important not to be locked into one way of thinking and kind of listen to somebody you trust that's that has experience, knows what they're talking about when advising you on your marketing plan. And more often than not, if you're a tower, if you're a plumber, if you're an HVAC, if you're any of these businesses, at the very start, the first footprint in that pan, in that plan should probably include a decent website and a Google business profile. I think the order is negligible, but those two things, if at least one of them, should be the start. If somebody is saying go to Google Ads first, you know, you should you should be chat, hey, what about my organics? You know, like because I have clients all the time. Trust me, I have close to a thousand paid ads clients, and we have many who are doing great. 10 calls a month, 20 calls a month, whatever the goal is, if we're hitting it, they're like, hey, how can I do more? And at some point, no matter how well you're doing paid ads, the, the answer becomes we got to feed it more budget, right? Once you're running really good paid ads and once you're maxing out layers within paid ads itself, and if you're getting 20 calls a month and you're happy, there has to be a better answer besides just putting in more money into your paid ads. And that better answer is organ is or in the form of organics, right? Flushed out organics, flushed out website. Um, so, so these are things that I see people take for granted, and sometimes they're they're limited understanding of of our industry. And I think that's our job to to guide people and coach people and say, hey, you know, there's there's a logical order to do this in that that works mm -hmm. out for your wallet, that works out for your business. And so that was definitely the number one thing that surprised me was how, I, I hate to say it like this, but for granted, people take the organic side of it because, mm -hmm. and I'm sure we can do this either this episode or in further ones, Henry, but like when you show a Google business profile that, you know, is being, has been worked on consistently for like a year, two years, three years, and you show how many free calls, how many free messages, how many website visits, direction requests, you're you're able to get for a client from doing that right. You're talking thousands of calls okay. over a year. In some cases, you're talking thousands of, you know, thousands of messages, a little bit generous, but you get the idea. Thousands mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. customer actions, as we like to call them, right? And it'd be the biggest fool in the world to say, it would take the biggest fool in the world to say, hey, you know, I'm going to throw all this out the window and just focus on paid ads, paid ads, paid ads. It's it's too narrow. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. Ideally, the, the, the perfect Ideal marketing mix is different for every client based on their goals. But I'd say nine cases out of 10 for a business that's looking to expand and show up in more places, as we mentioned, that combination to all y'all listening at home is really a mix of organic and paid advertising. And 
There isn't yeah. anything else I left out of that equation, is there? It's really just no, no. You know, well said. Um, I I had a thought while you were you were talking. Um, basically, we are challenged by by you know small business owners that have a lot of times been burned by you know past marketing companies or are being miseducated with with you know promises of quick seo right and like a magic way of ranking organically which doesn't exist there's no magic to this there's no there's no secret sauce this is you know a going through Google's articles, reading through their best practice guidelines and abiding by them, you know, and, and making sure that our clients do as well. So like, that's, that's the real issue at, at hand, right? Educating, re-educating those clients, uh, those, those small business owners that have been burned in the past or are getting uh, bad information. I'm glad you mentioned that because it, it gave me a thought as well. Like for, for those of you listening at home, I'm sure you have friends, other small business owners who, you know, tell you about how they did X, Y, and Z. And now they're number, you know, for a brief time or number one on Google, number three on Google. Do not listen to these. It's it's like a fad diet is the best analogy I have, right? You may have a friend that tried an extreme diet, lost maybe 10 pounds in, in two months or something, something wild or 10 pounds in a month, but th they likely didn't keep that weight off. There are plenty of shortcuts that are ill-advised that we have to combat against in terms of misinformation or things that will actually damage your online presence, things that will hurt your reputation with Google and your trust. And since we've already established nine out of 10 people are roughly give or take are on Google, we definitely want to play it safe with you know our friends over at the big G. We want to make sure that if they say um, hey, do something this way. We're we're listening and we're abiding. We're not trying to do nasty things like stuff our stuff our business names with keywords. You, you see it all. So, big takeaway for those of you listening is that there's no shortcut, right? And you may be listening, be like, hey, you guys are the experts, right? Give me my give me my secret sauce. I came here for. There isn't a secret answer, right? There is a carefully structured logical plan of, uh, we call it a methodology, but it's a fancy word. I don't like that, but we need to do certain things and we need to do them consistently, much like exercising, right? Like if you want to lose weight, Hey, you, you usually got to work out. You got to eat below your daily calories and you got to do these things consistently over time in order to achieve the result. You don't just go into the gym one day, take some steroids and you know walk out there with, with, with the beach body. It's not how it works. So there are shortcuts in our industry and those shortcuts will get you burned. Do not listen to if some age-old common sense saying, right? If something sounds too good to be true, it it more than likely is. But here's what isn't too good to be true. Here's what's real. There is a best practices, we'll call it, for almost every Google platform out there. So we've established we're in Google, where nine out of ten people are looking for an answer. We've established we we and you, both of us, we're aligned. We want your business to be among that best group of answers, right? The most trusted, authoritative answers that people will click on or call or otherwise engage with to get you business. Now, in order to get there, it's about us following that plan of best practices. Now, best practices could differ. They could differ for local services ads, which is one platform on Google, one layer of Google to Henry's onion analogy, right? Layers. They could differ on uh, Google business profile, the map pack, right? The formerly Google business, the maps. It differs for a website. For a website, there are certain things you want to look at, you know, benchmarks for 
performance and and user accessibility and 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 how how fast and smooth running the site is mobile responsive yada yada but but the big picture is that there are set uh, sets of best practices that you got to follow for each one so i think that's a great you know point to to lean into is that if you're a small business you probably need to have your your whole perception of our industry and what we do change to that. You know, it's not like you're going in for an oil change. Someone changes your oil and you drive away. No, you're in a partnership with a good digital marketing partner. And it's, it's, you know, one hand holding the other. There's usually client contribution involved, things you have to do. And there are things that, you know, a lot, a brunt of it that we or a, a an educated digital marketing professional can do for you. And it's both of you working, you know, in, in close sync, to accomplish that goal consistently. So that's, thanks for spending some time there. That's just the, the biggest misconception drives me wild, right? Hey, I'm well paying said. you. Where's my number one on Google? And it's like, <laughs> no, 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 that's not yeah. how this works. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally true. And, and, you know, that's, that's what we do on a daily basis, right? We're, we're always on top of these ever-changing platforms right it's it's crazy how how much google updates their algorithm right they do it thousands of times a year and they don't give anyone updates um same thing with you know new platforms that pop up like apple business connect or you know bing is now popular again because they they integrated with chat gpt, chat GPT. so so like these are all very exciting things that are coming right and we're keeping an eye on that and we're, we're going to be very happy to keep you guys our our listeners uh uh you know up to date with all of these things so um in future podcasts you know you'll you'll be educated as as much as we are because we want to keep everyone uh you know on fair playing grounds and, and nobody needs to be taken advantage uh of people that are doing business the right way so with that ajay i think uh i think we did a great job here yeah i think it's it's a pretty good um a, a pretty awesome first show actually we hit a number of important points just so to sum it up quickly before you know i i bring this first episode to a close with my buddy over here what we've learned today is that google is where most of the action is in terms of people looking for an answer we want your business to be an answer, and that is why Henry and I will keep, you know, on the riding the Google bandwagon all the way to victory. It's not that other places don't matter. It's just that in today's day and age, Google is definitely the most important with Facebook and um, <laughs> Henry pointing to Meta. With face, sometimes we get biased as Google guys, right? Who deal with Google platforms, but yes, Facebook is also incredibly important. Um, Bing is is up on the rise. Actually, we used to chuckle at it, you know, maybe in ignorance a few years ago, and now with the Chat GPT integration you talked about. So all of these other places are are becoming more viable and may take more market share. But for right now, I would say. At this very point in time to be alive, Google is still number one. I, I don't think anyone would disagree with that. You, you can prove it a bunch of different ways, but you want to be on Google. There are different layers on Google and that marketing is marketing is not like getting an oil change. You don't drive in, you know, be in and out in 20 minutes. It, there is kind of a, a set of practices that you got to follow consistently and some of which you typically do and most of which will be done for you by, you know, a trusted marketing partner. So if we can just break those expectations and, and kind of level set so we're on the same page, I think future conversations will will be really easy to get into. But, um, but yeah, that was an awesome, fantastic first episode. I appreciate everyone who hung out with us for episode one 
Um, we'll be posting more frequently and regularly. So looking forward to catching you guys on episode number two. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you.